and welcome to Reflector Life, the podcast. I'm here to share stories, answer frequently asked questions about being a reflector in the human design system and about human design in general, as well as to talk about what's going on right now. And occasionally, we'll have a guest on to share as well. Thanks so much for being here. I'm your host, Amanda Prichelle, and this is a sliver of the experience of being human. Amplified. Welcome back. I hope you're having a great week. Today, right now, as I'm recording, the moon is in gate eight. Gate eight. So gate eight is called holding together, contribution, um, and it is the basic worth realized in contributing individual efforts to group goals. So I have gate one in my body graph twice. So gate eight hooks up with gate one and temporarily I experience this transit as a channel. This isn't my channel Uh, This is not something that makes me anything else other than a reflector, (laughs) but um, I am experiencing right now this desire to speak from my center, from my core. And, you know, gate eight, it, it wants to make a difference. In a way, it wants to make a, some kind of contribution by being oneself. And so I think that's interesting. Um, you can keep that in mind while I'm speaking. Again, it's, it's always interesting to know where the moon is when you're listening to a reflector speak. Because... As lunar beings, the the lunar cycle is, is of course, very important to us. And and the placement of the moon informs our process. So today I want to talk about being paid. I think that this is a really interesting conversation and one that I have had with many reflectors so um, it's hard to to name everyone who I've had conversations with about this particular subject because there have been so many um, I, I, I want to share a sort of I guess, analogy or example um, to explain why I think it's important for reflectors to be paid and paid well for our natural gifts of reflection, of judgment, of evaluation, of discernment, and... So I was probably a couple of months ago um, 
I was, I received a message from Brayton at Brayton Design. Um, he is a projector. And so shout out to him for, for this message that kind of sparked something in me and, and yeah, it, it pulled this analogy out of me. So this is the original conversation, um, that, that sort of drew this like analogy out of me. So the analogy is, or the allegory, whatever we want to call it is imagine a reflector's role. So we always hear a reflector is here to be at the center of a community offering wisdom, you know, discernment, judgment, reflections, this mirroring of what's going on, the mirroring of the health of the community and, and so on and so forth. You hear this all the time. Um, so imagine there's a village and... In this village, there are many people. There are many people of all types. Of course, there are generators. Maybe 70% of the village is, is generator, generator types. So they have that sacral. We have projectors. There's a few manifestors. And there's one reflector. Now, this village is set up so that the reflector is living in the center of this village. For the sake of this example, let's say that the this village is, is circular. <laughs> it is circularly designed. Is that a word? I don't know. So the reflector lives in the center. The, the people of the village have disputes, have issues, have, um, you know, confusion about this or that. They want to know what the right thing is to do. They need to get some advice. They need to go to the reflector to get that. So the reflector is there in the center available for these issues available for what the community needs and the people go to the reflector and, and kind of lay out all of the details, lay out the information. Here's, here's what's going on. What do we do? Now, some, some might say <laughs> that the reflector in this case should wait a lunar cycle to give advice, to give feedback. I think that may be true in cases that the reflector is directly involved, but ultimately that, that process of the lunar cycle is here for the reflector themselves, for their decision-making process. So, of course, if we wait a lunar cycle, you know, let's just say something really serious is going on in the community. Obviously, the reflector in the center 
the evaluator of the village, needs all of the details, needs more information about the people involved and what exactly happened and what is the design perhaps of the individuals involved or the groups involved. What happened leading up to the event? All of these kinds of questions. So of course waiting and having more time and more information is always is, is always valuable. Um, but I would say that in a lot of matters, the reflector already has a lot of wisdom available from life experience, from, you know, oh, I've seen this before kind of thing. So for perhaps for smaller issues that the village people are bringing to, you know, this, um, this reflector in the center are easily solved in a, in a short amount of time. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off track. So this community, you know, they come, they come to the reflector, the reflector reflects and shares their discernment. And they have been born into this community and the community knows who they are and they raise this reflector in such a way that they they this is just a part of who they are and they know who they are and and they're comfortable in this role because they've been raised knowing who they are and what they offer so in this scenario everyone in the in the community is benefiting from the reflector Everyone in the community is benefiting from the wisdom and the discernment, okay? So in turn, the reflector is taken care of. And by that, I mean they have housing in the center, right? <laughs> they have all of their basic needs met. And they are able to take care of themselves. And they are able to have comfort as well. And I know that this is a bit simplistic, but I I just I got this very clear visual of what this looks like, like kind of what this would look like if we were all you know living our designs and if we really understood the role of the reflector. Now, let's let's come out of that out of that ideal sort of situation, right? We live in a world that is, well, you know, all of the things going on around you. We have communities that are, I mean, I live in an apartment complex and I have met a couple of my neighbors, but I don't really know them. Um, and most of the people that I live near, I don't know. Um, I've been living in this city that I live in for less than a year. I don't, 
I don't really know anyone. No one's coming to me for advice. <laughs> My neighbors in the apartment complex are not coming to me for advice, right? Uh, which I don't expect them to. They don't know me. <laughs> and I don't really know them. So this analogy doesn't really hold up in 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 my life it may in some of yours and some of you may live in a more communal setting where you know your neighbors and and so maybe this you know is close to the truth for you in which case i'm really curious what that is like and how it's going <laughs> um i know that that someone um on a call that i was on once mentioned that they live in a community where their needs are met and in, in exchange they offer um, some of their, you know, service, which I think is really interesting. Um, so if you're listening, it, it might be interesting to have a, a chat about, about that. <laughs> um, so a lot of us now, um, I would say, especially in like human design land, we live a lot of our lives online. And I know for me, a lot of the things that I do are virtual. So I have just started um, my program, The Reflector Journey, which is amazing, by the way, the, the, the people who came together for that. I'm just I had to sit for an hour after our first call on Friday because I was like, wow, these people are, are so beautiful. And I'm, I'm so, you know, surprised by, <laughs> by, by that and, and all of that, but it's virtual and we're all reflectors, right? So we're, we're kind of coming together to explore and integrate what it means to be a reflector in like the actual real world that we live in uh, because we were not born knowing our design and um, you know kind of how to operate correctly as ourselves so um, in that in that virtual realm that so many of us spend so much time I mean in the past couple of years a lot of people transitioned from working in an office as well to working virtually. So even if you were perhaps in like a nine to five or, or, um, a job where you go to work and go to an office or go to a workplace, um, you may or may not still be doing that depending on what it is that you, that you do in exchange for, for money to survive. <laughs> um, so in this in this like space of human design on the internet how how do we all come together in order to contribute to each other how do we honor each other how do we work together when we're not necessarily in the same physical location I, when I saw this, this image in my mind's eye of, of this community and of the reflector, the, the reflector in the, in the center, I thought, how, how does this work 
in a world where so many of our, you know, human design connections are online. And I realized in that moment that the the only way is through some kind of value exchange. And the most common value exchange is the exchange of money. And so after I noticed that and became aware of that, um, I also want to say that's money is not the only way to have a value exchange. Um, I know in the past I have done exchanges like reading exchanges with others that have been very valuable to me and to the other person. Um, uh, I have exchanged, like, for example, um, a psychic reading for an Akashic Records reading from Sophie Perkins. She's um, a reflector as well. Um, she's simply Sophie on on Instagram. I'll link her. We have we have um, exchanged in the past readings for with each other, and um, that was really valuable for me and and for her. And so yeah, we've done that twice. And so sometimes skills can be exchanged. Sometimes um, physical items can be exchanged. Sometimes. Um, yeah, a service can be provided. Sometimes wisdom is given in the case of, you know, if a reflector, maybe, maybe if I needed, um, someone to, I'm looking at my, my computer sitting next to me now and the battery is not working and I need to get it fixed. Um, maybe someone could fix my computer battery and in exchange I could, Uh, give them my reflections on a situation. I wonder how that feels to you because that that's not something that's traditionally valued in in society. It's like, oh well, you just you know you just share that and then like maybe someone appreciates it or maybe not. And so it's it's interesting because, I'm really, um, as I'm, you know, moving through my human design experiment, I'm really starting to see, ooh, like, what have I not valued that is inherent in me that I'm just, like, giving away for free all the time, and it's, it's, it's making me tired. It's, it's first and foremost my responsibility to understand myself and to understand what my gifts are and what my contribution is. <laughs> There's that gate eight word, contribution. What is my contribution in any given situation? Um, and, and sometimes we contribute because it's just correct for us to contribute. And we don't, it's a gift. We don't want anything in return, right? But I would say that most of the time, um, you know, gifts that we have that are not traditionally valued in a monetary sense are are just kind of like expected to be given for free, oftentimes. That's kind of our conditioning. 
socially. It, you know, it depends for you, but um, that was definitely it for me as a as a woman growing up in a in in the in the Midwest. Um, I saw, you know, and in sort of like a like traditional like um evangelical Christian kind of like women giving service was like something that we should just do for free. And so that was my particular conditioning, right? So I was just like, for a lot of my life, not valuing um, things like emotional labor, you know, emotional support. Um, and like, even even things like childcare, it was almost like expected that I do that for free because I'm female. I was born, you know, with with a vulva, so I should care for children for free. So, anyway, <laughs> um, I I got got a little off track here. Where did I get lost? That is always the question, wasn't it? Um, but but maybe I'm not getting lost at all. Maybe I'm just winding around, and I'll uh, I'll get back to to where I was going with all of this in the first place. <laughs> um, yeah, keeping it real, guys. I lost my train of thought, but it's it's um it's important to be paid for what you offer. So where I kind of veered off was, you know, it's not always a monetary exchange, but I'm going to circle back around to oftentimes it is a monetary exchange. It is money that is given for, for something that may or may not have traditionally been valuable or valued to the people around you in, in your upbringing, in your life, um, as an adult, etc. So when a reflector is giving reflections, is giving judgment, is giving um, their own, like, discernment on, on a, on a, something that someone brings to them, there, there needs to be some kind of balance, some kind of value exchange and in cases where it's like a friendship, oftentimes the value exchange is that is that mutual friendship. Like, hey, sometimes I'm helping you and sometimes you're helping me and and um and that's the value exchange and that's beautiful. And, you know, it's not like everything it's not like the scales need to be balanced all the time perfectly, right? You know that in a friendship over time it's like, well, sometimes I'm giving to you and sometimes you're giving to me and, and we love each other. In cases of like other types coming to a reflector to ask, hey, you're a reflector. I'm curious what your reflections are on this particular subject or I'm curious, um, what your wisdom is that you have to share about this thing. Like, hey, can you, can you look at this, um, and, and offer 
your perspective as a reflector. Um, I get a lot of messages or I have, you know, it's not like every day I'm getting bombarded. (laughs) I don't want to exaggerate, but over the years that I have been at Reflector Life on Instagram, I've gotten a lot of like messages from people all saying like, hey, um, and, and this is, none of this is personal. It's, it's really not. It's just, this is my problem too. Um, so if you've sent me a message in the past, like, thank you because you have helped me learn, um, you know, what, what that feels like and, and, and help me learn and grow, uh, in my understanding of, of what value exchange needs to be for myself. So, you know, I get some messages like from someone, let's just say there's a projector and the projector is like, Hey, I have a partner. They're a reflector. Um, can you give me any advice or, or anything to help me understand my partner more? Or how can I love my, my, my reflector partner more? Um, hint, hint, check out the relationships episode. Cause I talked about that in there. <laughs> um, by the way, listening to my podcast is, is a very, you know, it's a small way to support me, but it is, um, it is a, a way to support and it, it's free to you. So all the better. So, um, other times people have come to me with like reflector content and they've said, um, Hey, can you look at this reflector content that I have, uh, created, you know, how does this feel for you? And, um, I've given my, my feedback. I've told the people, you know, here's how to care for your reflector partner. Um, I, this has happened a lot of times over the, over the past, um, several years. And so, you know, in all of this, I'm just kind of reflecting on and, and I'm like, wait a second. I gave that, I gave that advice, that feedback away for free. And then I felt afterwards a little bit burned by the, the, you know, the situation because then they were gone. So they popped in and they got what they needed for me and then they were gone. And it feels like shocking in a way to my body to to take someone's question in to take someone's you know whatever in situation it doesn't matter what it is what whatever it is I take it into my body and when I when I take something into my body I can feel I can feel um I have feelings cognition I say the word feel all the time (laughs) I can feel what you know, some of the energy is in the situation that is going on, or I can feel, um, in a very extreme way, what is happening. And, and I give my answer to that person from that place. So what is very, very important for me at this point and what I have learned the hard way So, you know, maybe you don't have to, or you probably already have, (laughs) if you're a reflector like me, or, you know, if you're anyone who has any gift, which is all of you, um, is that 
wow, I need to have much better boundaries around what I'm giving away for free, first of all. And I think a lot of you listening to this are reflectors. So that that piece is really, really important for you. Please stop giving away your gifts for free, even though they have not been traditionally valued by society. So your reflections, your feedback, that is really valuable because not everyone knows a reflector. And so sometimes, um, you know, someone will say, oh, I know, you know, I know of this reflector on Instagram and kind of unwittingly ask something of you that probably should be paid for. So if you are a reflector who, okay, let's just say you're, you're like me, you're a reflector who has like um, a small business and you have, you offer, you offer something, you have some offerings, whether that's human design related or not, it doesn't matter. You have a one-on-one offering, you have group classes, you have courses, you have, um, you have information available for people to purchase. Um, you're a service-based business is basically what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. It's in those cases, um, the person coming into your DMs should really be inquiring about booking a session or just going to your website and, and figuring that out and booking a session. Um, if you are someone who is, you know, you're kind of like out as a reflector on Instagram, you're like have it in your bio or something, but you don't necessarily have a service-based business, I really encourage you to have like a donation link um, or a link to a product that you sell or, um, you know, whatever it is that you have to offer, have like a link to that that's very um, visible and available. But I think a donation link is really nice because like a buymeacoffee.com is a good one. You can put your PayPal on like your link tree or whatever. Having this available allows people, opens the door for people to see, oh, um, there can be an exchange here. So maybe I am going to ask this reflector something with the intention of, you know, paying them or, you know, buying them a coffee or a couple of coffees. Um, It's, you know, if someone has sessions available, please book a session with them, you know? I was on Reddit (laughs) a couple of days ago and someone had posted, well, I just can't believe people are charging money for human design readings. Here's my chart. Somebody tell me who I am and what I am and and absolutely I'm not paying for this information. And people were replying with really long responses. And look, like I don't know everyone's individual situation. Um and and maybe it was correct for some of those people to be leaving like really long detailed body graph analyzing comments on on that post but um i would i would actually say i can't think of any reason why anyone should be doing that for free <sighs> i think that 
they're they're just for things to be energetically correct, there needs to be a value exchange. So I don't know if that person on Reddit went and found out how they could donate to the people who were leaving very intricately detailed comments about this person's design. Um, I don't know. I don't know any of these people, obviously. I'm barely on Reddit. I'm not really in the community. I just lurk around. I sample. <laughs> I I was just lurking around sampling, right? Kind of see what was going on there. So anyway, um, I have seen that. I have seen people um, giving away a lot of things for free. Um, giving away really valuable sessions, giving away, you know, things that they had trained for. And I, I don't care how much you're charging for, for this thing that you've trained in. Please, please charge something. Um, please create a value exchange for yourself. I think it's really important. Like we have to learn this for ourselves. And then we also have to teach other people how to treat us, right? So if I'm if I'm accepting nothing for something that is, you know, a really intense process for me, I'm I'm gonna end up depleting myself. I'm going to burn out very quickly. And you gotta take care of yourself. And it's really important, you know, that you have the resources that you need to fill up your own cup before, you know, if your cup is so overflowing that you're just like, I have everything I need, all of my bills are paid, um, I have savings, I'm able to support myself, I'm supporting other people, um, okay, if your cup is overflowing and you're like, I have so much to share, okay, okay, cool. Um, most people I have spoken to are not in that situation. Um, it is my hope that, that everyone listening to this is in that, that situation because I really believe that money in the right hands, in the hands of responsible people, um, who are, yeah, living as themselves and, and love themselves can really, that can really be a powerful tool in the hands of, of someone like that. So I really want, I, I, my, my point in, in all of this really at the end of the day is you, the, you know, think of, think of like where the money is in this world. <laughs> um, you, you can do something better with it, I think. And so, you know, I really do think that for you to have all your needs met is really important. If all of your needs are met, um, please don't be depleting yourself for free. And, and um, I hope this inspires some of you to, you know, put your offering up as a service. Um, even if, you know, you're like, I don't know what to charge for this. I don't know. Start with $20 or 50 or 100 or whatever. I don't I don't know. It doesn't 
the price isn't really the thing because um, people, you know, get upset about really big numbers sometimes. But it's it's all like relative, I think. Um, and it's very um, beside the point to be talking about what the number exactly is. And if someone decides to pay that number according to their authority, like it's not my business. Like some coaches are charging tens of thousands of dollars, you know, to work with them. And, um, you know, I, I think that, I think that there are predatory, predatory behaviors in, in service-based business land. Um, but yours doesn't have to be like that. And it's not really about the number as much as it is about the, um, the integrity that you have in what you're offering. Also, um, yeah, put up a, put up a little buy me a coffee. Um, and hey, you guys can buy me a coffee if you want to. I want to add a little thing because what is, what is a reflector who I, I'm in an interesting situation, right? Because my dream in, in my ideal world, reflectors just know who they are from the moment they're born and like, they're good. Right. But that's not the case. Um, Part of my, a big part of my life right now is, is, well, living my experiment first and foremost as a reflector and secondly, uh, teaching and sharing about what, you know, what, what is the reflector experience? Um, I'm just one reflector, but it is my intention to, to listen to, all kinds of reflectors to hear what we're all saying, um, to find the common themes, to find that thread that like ties us all together and to share and to create resources and education, um, and services that, that support reflectors. I want, (laughs) I want reflectors to, to, uh, be able to know who they are for free too. I want that to be readily available. Um, and, and, um, I, I don't, I don't want like to have to do this for my whole life because, because I want, um, you know, to be well taken care of so that like this reflector information can be like really accessible for all reflectors right now. It's, it's not, you know, and it's, it's a weird thing because, I think that reflectors should have access to a lot of this information from the time they're born, but because we're all like adults trying to figure this out, it's like, we've got to make it work for now. And, um, hopefully it's, it's a better for the, for the kiddos in the future. So I've, I've kind of, I've, I think I've, you know, hit all the points that I want to make, um, and I want to just say that, you know, I hope, I hope that, that you know that I, I do, I see all of the difficulties in all of this. And I know I can be pretty idealistic. I have hope motivation, you know, and I'm, you know, I think reflectors sometimes we can see so much potential. 
And in that, there's this, like, idealism. And I've also been quite a cynic and a skeptic a lot of my life as well. But I think that little by little, we can start to understand by first understanding in ourselves, like, what what am I offering that I didn't really value in myself before? And how can I start to value that? And how can I start to create boundaries around the ways that I'm giving that away for free? How can I start to ask for an exchange and not not just give that away, that that which is depleting me? How can I not give that away without, a, without an exchange that energizes me, right? So it's not about numbers. It's not about like you know, making a ton of money and, you know, whatever. I mean, I hope you do. (laughs) I really do. Um, I hope we all do so that we can all, like, share more. I hope we all have that overflowing cup. Um, And in the meantime, let's, let's not give these, these beautiful, beautiful gifts of ours away without some kind of value exchange. If you have any questions or comments or thoughts or ponderings about this subject of value exchange, um, let me know by sending in a voice note, details in the description of the podcast. You can also uh, put it on the Spotify. There's a little, I'll put a little question box for you um or you know get a hold of me some other way from time to time I do request you know questions and and podcast topics that um, you guys are wanting to hear about but this one was just really like in my space for the last few weeks um and yeah, I mean, again, if, if you're a reflector that I've spoken to about, about this topic, there are many of you. Um, yeah, shout out to you as well. Thank you for sharing what you shared with me. Um, I didn't get anyone's permission to, like, share your personal details um, or the thing that you were working through that we talked about. So I'm not going to share any of that. But, like, I think these conversations will be ongoing. Um, okay, you guys have, have a, have good boundaries and get paid. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate you all so much. I will see you next time. you so much for hanging out with me in this episode of reflector life the podcast please feel free to leave a review share with a friend or send in a voice message to have your question featured on a future episode again my name is amanda Purchell. you can find me at amandapurchell.com or at reflector life on instagram see you next time much love